0: oh chunkies oh baby yes uh, hello <laughs> <laughs> it is I hello ah uh, head the, the, rip to hit, mm, okay, can I do this? Rip to headphone users. (laughs) Baby, baby, shoddy boo, shoddy bass, shodette, shoddy skinny pop, boop, pop. Hello, hello, and welcome back, or (laughs) if you're new, (laughs) if you just listened to all that and you're brand new, welcome to my podcast, Hope You're Okay. I cannot describe how much I missed you guys. You will not believe me. You'll think that I'm simply fibbing because when I tell you that I missed you so much, I thought about you at least four times over break. And that's saying a lot because normally over break, I don't think about anything. I just sleep. There are no thoughts. Head very much empty. Welcome to January 4th is when you'll be hearing this. Yes, welcome to January 4th. Welcome to January in general. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new you. Um so glad that you've decided to bring us over in 2022 with you. Um You know, normally I'm sure on normal podcasts this episode would be about 2022 and like new resolutions and all that stuff, but I just think that's boring, so we're not going to do that. Anyways, so today we have some fun things to talk about. Today we're going to talk about some new semester tips for um, those of us who are going back into school, whether it be high school, college, whatever you're going into this next semester. We're going to talk about some new semester tips to help you get some better grades because I am claiming for us that this is going to be the semester of good grades. Can I get and amen amen okay and then um we're also going to talk about crushing on your friends um having crushes on your friends how to tell if you have a crush on your friend or if you're just confused and then um we're going to do of course like weekly update our cry count all that kind of stuff so we're going to have a lot of fun we're going to have a lot of chats today i have been so deprived of my connection with you guys and i'm so glad to be back so let's just go ahead and get right freaking into the weekly update this week I (laughs) have been locking loading really rock and rolling okay I am a reading actually first forget reading I'm a tote bag gal now I carry a tote bag rather than a purse it's a lifestyle change that I have personally made it's honestly a decision every person has to make for themselves Um, and I decided Ooh, I should watch clueless tonight Mm -hmm. Anyways, I decided that I wanted to switch over to tote bags. So I've been carrying a tote bag recently, really loving that. Anyways, um, I'm reading a book. I'm back to reading books. I used to read books in like middle school. I think we all (laughs) used to read. I think we can all sing. Woo, I'm on an emotional, I mean, an energetic high right now. I'm gonna try and bring it down a few notches. I'm very sorry. Anyways. I think we all used to read in middle school but i have started reading this book um that went viral on book talk on tiktok and it's called uh the love hypothesis um it's like a young adult book so i probably wouldn't suggest it unless you're over the age of like 17 i mean i haven't finished it it seems like it's fine so far but it wasn't in like the younger teen section so <laughs> don't 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 do that but I've been reading it so far it's really good I'm obsessed with it I think a Wattpad author wrote it if I remember correctly Um, and it is kind of like it's not Wattpad-y. it's not too cringy there's a few times I cringed but it was cute enough for me to overlook so yeah really enjoying being a reading gal again really enjoying being a tote bag gal Um, this past weekend what did I even do oh I went out a few times for my cousin's birthday this weekend so I went to Cheesecake Factory um my hair was straight olive break not sure why i feel the need to tell you that but i do um i had straight hair all break straight natural hair and that was interesting and fun and fresh um what else do i need to update you guys on oh encanto came out um in november but it came out on disney plus in like the past two, three weeks maybe. I've watched it twice. I do plan on watching it again. Um, At first I was disappointed. I was like, okay, it was good, it had great potential, but it just felt rushed and like, uh, it wasn't giving what it was meant to have gave. But then I watched it again, I think because there's so much going on it kind of like is confusing the first time you watch it i think you have to watch it a few times in order to get a real grasp i still think they rushed it um i'll try not to give like any spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet i do think it was rushed but i did just put out a video on my TikTok because i think i finally understand like the layout of the movie and like the full circle moment that they were trying to go for so there's that um so if you want to go on tiktok and look at that my tiktok is maybe maya adele and you can look at my breakdown of Encanto because i know that it's very important to you anyways um what else happened this weekend oh i went to the gas station earlier today and almost got abducted i was pumping my gas minding my business mind you it was so cold last night it was 70 degrees (laughs) this morning i woke up (laughs) and there was snow on my car (laughs) it was very cold but i was fully like out of gas so i went to go get gas and it was like this sketchy gas station i was in the middle of atlanta um i was with my cousin so i wasn't alone but she was obviously in the car i'm pumping the gas this man who looks like he has only ever known like rocks looks like he ate like gravel for breakfast lunch and dinner he's like fully wrapped in his little like hoodie jacket thing he starts walking over to my car and he's like hey pretty girl and i'm like no what's happening because you sir are definitely like 79 going on extinct and i know that i cannot look a day over my age which is 19 and I probably look younger than that so either you are a creep or a pedophile either way I'm not cool with it so he walks over to my car he's like hey pretty girl I was like okay mind you I was already preoccupied trying to pump the gas quickly because this other creepy guy had like been staring at me from my car to the door of the gas station so I was trying to put my gas before he came back out of the gas station because um, I had a sneaking suspicion he would also want a piece of the fun, um, the harassment fun, the fun in question being the harassment. So yeah, I was already rushing for that. And then here comes, you know, Rocky McChompChomp over here like, Hey, pretty girl. No, what are you doing? Actually, his voice probably wouldn't have been that smooth. It would have been more like, Hey, pretty girl. That's what he sounded like. He looked like a mixture of Snoop Dogg and the mom from um, Tangled. Mother Gothel before she was young. It was not a cute look for him. Anyways, and he had like the same kind of hood thing that she would wear when she would creep through the shadows. Anyway, so he starts to walk over and I'm like, hey, I get back in my car because I always get in my car while my gas is pumping. Well, obviously I'm going to have to get out the car again to take the gas thing out. While my car is being pumped full with gas, he starts walking towards my car while I'm in the car. The doors are locked. But he starts walking towards it and he starts reaching for the gas pump. Me and my cousin literally both looked at him dead in the eye and I literally went, no. (laughs) No, like a dog. I was like, "Uh -uh. hey, get back. (laughs) So he was like, oh, like, no. Like, as if he was, like, trying to offer for him to, like, pump my gas for me. No, sir. Thank you. I am self-sufficient. Please back away from my car. Anyways, then he just kind of stood in front of my car and was just kind of staring at us. And I had to get out because I was only putting 15 in there and it was already at, like, 14, 20. And I was like, all right, I'm not about to sit here and have you have me scared in my own car. Anyways so I did what needed to be done I pulled out the pocket knife that was in my little side thing and that was really all that it took he kind of picked it he got the hint um I will say that once I said no to him he did kind of take a few steps back but he was still kind of standing there so it was like why just go about your business anyway so I took out the little little pocket knife that I got there and um, Nia also had her pocket knife on her so we just kind of took them out held them in our hands and I just kind of looked at him And I was like, right, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. I'm not about to get abducted today. Rocky McChomp Chomp will turn real quick into Stabby McStab Stab. You wanna try and abduct me today? I am not in the mood. I'm trying to go to Starbucks and I don't have the time for this. Anyways. So that was really, just really fun and fresh. Um, but that was my weekend. Really fun. I hope you guys had an extravagant weekend free of um, abductions. Oh, I guess I didn't even finish the story. I got out the car with the knife. I took my gas pump out of the car. And then I got back in the car and I drove away. He watched me the whole time, but like, what is he going to do? <laughs> I will run you over. <laughs> okay? I will stab you in the Dracula. That's not a part of the throat. But I'll stab you in the air box. And then while you're <clears throat> breathing on the floor, I will simply run you over. <laughs> Was that really violent? I don't care. He was trying to literally kidnap me. What is wrong with me? I'm like, was that mean, guys? Guys, am I being mean? Was that too harsh? No. Why are you standing around a bunch of underage girls' cars? I know I'm not underage, but I definitely look underage. Like, I objectively look like I'm, like, 17. So I don't want to hear it. I know that I don't look 72, which is your age range. So please, Pablo, take a step back anyways um (laughs) that was the weekly update so we're gonna talk about some tips that will make your semester Why did I say that weird? We're gonna talk about some tips that will make your semester more um, productive, like maybe some motivational tips, stuff like that. Um, But we're not gonna talk about them for long because that's really boring and I don't really wanna talk about it, but I do want better grades this semester. I didn't have horrible grades last semester and I'm sure you guys didn't have horrible grades either, but I feel like we all just kind of weren't at our best. And I know that we can do better than that. So I'm gonna tell you guys some of the things that I started to do towards the end of the semester that brought my grades up. I probably could have been doing throughout the entire semester, but I just had no motivation, but now the motivation has returned. It is back um, And I plan on implementing these in the next coming weeks when my classes start back and hopefully you will too So I've got a little little list here on my phone. Let's do a little ASMR moment. Hold on Yeah, you're welcome Okay, so the first thing I wrote down was to take 30-minute naps. So I read somewhere, and then also my best friend told me, um on two separate occasions, I read it like months ago and then I forgot and then she reminded me that you sleep in like cycles, right? So they, you sleep in cycles of 30 minutes um, and basically that's how long it takes you to complete a full cycle. So if you take a 15-minute nap, the problem with that is that you're gonna wake up groggy because you're waking up in the middle of a like REM cycle, if that makes sense. So what you're supposed to do is take 30-minute naps, an hour-long nap, um, or like an hour and thirty two hour like that's like the intervals that you're supposed to take it in Um, because that's like one full sleep cycle two full sleep cycles like you're waking up at the end of a sleep cycle rather than waking up in the middle so you won't wake up groggy this is how i can take naps in the middle of the day people keep on asking me on TikTok, how I take naps in the middle of the day, this is how I do it. So I set my alarm for 45 minutes, gives me 15 minutes to fall asleep, and then I normally sleep for about 30 minutes, and when the alarm goes off, I feel rested, I feel good, I'm not groggy, I get up, I go about my day, and then I'm still like, awake enough to finish the day, but not too awake to where I can't go to sleep when I want to that night. Like, I'm still tired at nighttime. So that's the first one. second one I wrote down was know if you can afford to skip your classes or not. I'm not going to tell you guys not to skip your classes, because that is unrealistic and unhealthy, okay? That's not- no one does that. I don't know anyone who has gone to every single one of their classes, like, every single day. There's no way. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there, and if that's you, I mean round of applause you're really going off but that's not me I can't do it okay especially since I last semester I had my first 8 a.m. and it was a mandatory class that I had to take in order to graduate and it was only offered at 8 a.m. and I am NOT a morning person which is why I have never scheduled myself for anything above like 11 a.m. like earlier than that I don't do it but I had to and I was like there's no way that I'm gonna go to this class every single week the next however many weeks three times a week there's no way, I, I simply won't be able to do it. And you know what, I didn't do it. However, after I went to the class for about three, four times, I realized, okay, this is a class that I can't afford to skip. I understand the material pretty well. Most of it was kind of just common sense to me. I, I guess I got lucky, and I was like, I can afford to skip this class. I skipped that class probably five times throughout the entire semester, and I made an A, I believe, either an A or a B B+. No, an A. I made an A minus in the class, okay? That was the highest grade that I got (laughs) the entire semester. Well, I mean, it's the highest grade you can get. But, like, it was one of the higher grades that I got. And I skipped the class, but it was because I knew what was happening and I knew I could afford to skip that class. On the other hand, my anatomy class, which I passed with a whopping and beautiful D, uh, there is no shame in my game. It's still passing, but... I passed it with a D which I expected to pass it with a low grade because I am terrible at science, so bad at anatomy, like so incredibly bad, but I skipped that class more times than I could afford to, I will admit. I didn't skip it often because I knew that I needed to be in that class, but the times that I did skip it I really should not have skipped it or I should have at least studied to make up for the skipping, because that's a class I know that I'm bad at. So, if you want to skip a class every now and then, that is perfectly fine. It will probably do you more harm to force yourself to go to the class than to just skip, because you're going to be mentally exhausted, you're not going to give your brain time to recoup, you're not going to give your mental health time to recoup. If you feel like you need to take a break, take a break. I'm not going to tell you not to skip classes. If you feel like you need to skip a class and take a day, take a freaking day. However... (laughs) Please just make sure that you can afford to skip that class and if it's a class that you can't afford to skip But you're having a literal mental breakdown Have somebody in the class send you the notes, maybe check and see if the professor has uploaded the notes Maybe the next week or the next day you have the class ask the girl next to you what you guys talked about So you can go back over it. Just make sure that you are filling yourself in on what happened um, So that you're not falling behind because that was my mistake my next point just says you'd be surprised what you can learn this is actually in reference to my anatomy class that i was referring to the last three or so weeks of my anatomy class i was struggling i was not i did not have a passing grade it was not going well and i was like i have to pass this final or it's going to be over for me um the odds of me passing the final very low i had made 50s on every other quiz in the class i was not doing well not doing well, okay? It was not going hot. It really wasn't. Um, I'm not stupid. I just, oh, it's just not my strong suit. I'm just not, a, I'm not a science girl. Honestly, I would get 50s and be like, oh, right. I knew half the stuff on that hoe. High five. Go me. Anyways, <laughs> but my last few weeks when I really applied myself, um, to study for my final, I realized that I probably could have made really good grades on all of the quizzes, had i just tried which you know sounds obvious and you're like probably like adele you didn't try i did i objectively did try but not as hard as i tried for my final and like you will be surprised at what your brain will remember if you just force your brain to remember if you simply sit down in front of a list of of words and tell yourself you have to memorize them you're gonna memorize them okay I don't care if your brain's like I can't memorize them no but you have to though so you're gonna like you're going to because you just have to and you're going to because you have to and you have to so you're going to and then you would be surprised 99% of the time you do now I would take my study guide or I took rather of course not every quiz has a study guide I know some people like to make study guides take your Quizlet. take whatever you use to study if you're a studying gal. I truly am not, but this was my exception. Anyways, I took my study guide, I went through all the questions, I would either look up in the notes or literally Google the answers to the questions and then just memorize them. That was my tactic. Now, if you're not going at memorization, This is something that I like to do and it works for me. So I will look at the word, so say I was learning like a part of the body, I would look at the word and then the first thing that popped into my brain when I saw the word was what would help me memorize the word. So like for example, if you've watched The Office, this will sound familiar, if not, I will explain. There's a scene in the office where one of the characters explains how he remembers people's names, clients names. He says that he looks at them, he thinks of a distinguishing feature about them and then that helps him remember their name. So he'll look at a bald guy and be like bald, baldy, head, shiny, round, round, circle, O O O O OB. Your name's OB. Like that's how he does it and that's very similar to my studying technique. I know that sounds really stupid, but I will look at something and I'll be like, "Okay, that is the patella." And then I'll like, "The patella is the knee," I think. <laughs> I'm 99% sure. If it's not, it is for learning purposes right now. <gasps> okay, so I'll be like patella, pat 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 patella, patella, patella. And then I'll start patting on my knee. That's going to make me remember that's really all it takes then fast forward three hours I'm in the exam I look at patella all I'm thinking of is how I embarrassed myself in the coffee shop by pat pat patting away on my knee I'm like oh my gosh I was pat 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 patella patella bam then I got it I did that for all of them and I got all of them right like that was the way that was the only way because sometimes you know that's what you got to do so try that and then I would go through I would do that for as many like Things that I could and then if I looked at something and I knew I wasn't going to like okay you have to be honest with yourself there are things that you know you can do and you just don't want to apply yourself and then there are things that you know that you just cannot do some people would say that is negative thinking I don't think so I think that is knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses I knew there were certain things there was no way that I was going to learn and have down within the next two days because I waited until the last minute I would go through I got most of it, I would look at one thing, there's no way I'm gonna get that, and I would just skip it, I'd just go to the next one. Whatever. If that's the only thing that I don't know on the entire exam, I'll get a 90. It's not a big deal. That was honestly the way to go. Okay, next. Oh, I used the planner literally all semester last semester, and it really helped. Um, I used it in my 8 a.m. class. Everybody else would take out their notebooks and start making notes. I would take out my planner, and that was what kept me awake throughout that class. Um, I suggest doing this if your professors are like chill with it. Um, do it in like a lecture class, especially for my attention. Gals and pals like if you have a problem with staying Focused on just words. I can't just sit and listen to a lecture like it's not gonna work I'm not gonna retain anything that's happening. I have to be doing something else So I remember in one class last year. I used to color on my iPad um, While she was lecturing and that helped me understand and I would also have my notes open So if I needed to write something down I could but I just couldn't sit there and listen to just her ramble on because it wasn't gonna stay in my brain Like my hands have to be doing something so I would color or um in this class I would use my planner so I would take out my planner in the morning he would start talking I'd be listening to him and then I would just like write down what I was gonna do for the day so I'd write down like 8 a.m this class 10 a.m breakfast with whoever 11 I have this class 12 I have this class one I'm gonna go film two I'm gonna edit the podcast three I'm gonna go to my last class four I have a sushi date with whoever whoever I would just write it all down I wouldn't really go back to it at any other point throughout the day because I already kind of know what my plans are but it was nice to lay them out like in the morning like that so that I kind of had a layout in my brain and like a mental picture of what my day looked like um so yeah maybe try that if you like planners Uh, my planner is really cute I think I got it from TJ Maxx um and it had like a birthday section so I would go on every day and like update my like monthly planner I would add any birthdays any trips I had planned anything like that for the month and then I would go and do my my daily layout Um, and that helped both like maintain organization in my semester and then also it helped me not forget as many things like if I had to buy a plane ticket or if I had to film a brand deal by a certain date it was on there Um, exams I would put exams on there because I would forget my exam dates All the time so I would put exam dates on there and then it also helped me pay attention in the class I was writing in because it was something that I was doing and I don't know if he thought I was taking notes I definitely was not but I mean I was kind of in my I was taking notes on my life so you know whatever as long as I can answer the questions it doesn't matter okay next this is my last point so this just says to know your study method um, based off of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert so first (laughs) let me clarify there seems to be a misunderstanding about the introvert extrovert thing um people are starting to think that introvert extrovert means outgoing versus loner not what that means introvert versus extrovert means how you recharge so if you have to be around people in order to feel energized um, in order to like recharge your social battery you're an extrovert if you can be around people and have a great time and be fun and loud and rambunctious or maybe you're shy whatever if you can be around people but then at a certain point your social battery starts to be drained and you're like I need to go sit in a dark room alone close all of the blinds and just like plant some peas on a wet napkin or something like that what? You're probably an introvert. That is how I am. People seem to think that I am not an introvert because I talk very fast and I'm like loud and like, you know, woo all the time. That does not mean I'm not an introvert. I can be loud and woo and fun and energetic and Riley town. 20,000% of the time. And then as soon as that social battery drops, I'm suddenly just a shell of a human being and I'm not gonna come back until I spend at least four hours in my room alone with all of the lights off, sitting in the dark, staring at a wall just to reach out. No, I'm kidding. I watch like TV or something, but that's what that means. So what I found is that oftentimes, not always, and there's definitely probably no science to back this, but whatever. It's been scientifically proven that, (laughs) it's allegedly been scientifically proven, the scientist in question being me, that extroverts study easier when they are alone because they're not distracted, obviously, by the people that are around them. Like if you're outgoing, as well I guess, if you're extroverted or outgoing, um, it's going to be easier for you to study when you're by yourself because you're not going to be distracted. If you're an introvert like me, it's going to be easier for you to study with other people because you don't necessarily feel the need or the desire to always be talking if that makes any sense. Like, when I'm with people and I'm studying, I can put in my headphones and do work a lot easier than some of my extroverted friends can because they, like, want to soak up this time to charge their social battery and, like, talk and catch up and, like, blah 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 blah. and, like, that's great, but it's harder for them to get work done. I can still get work done and do that because I can talk for a little bit and then go right back to what I was doing. They seem to have a harder time. They get sidetracked. They just, like, end up going on their phone or, like, online shopping like whatever ends up happening it doesn't end up being studying and I do think that has to something to do with the introvert extrovert thing so if you found that you can't ever study with friends or you can't ever study alone try flip-flopping it Um, I can study alone as well but I did find that it's easier for me to do so when I'm with at least one other person Uh, don't ask me why but I don't know try it out I could be very wrong or I could be extremely right I guess we'll have to see. I don't know. Anyways, this was extremely boring and I'm done talking about it. Time to move on to the next fun segment. Do you like him or are you just confused? have no notes on this segment and it's just going to be me rambling for the next 15 minutes so buckle in baby yeah 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 okay so this segment idea came to me um I say segment as if we're gonna do this every week this topic idea came to me because I realized uh, a few months ago a few weeks ago maybe that I have not had a crush on as many people as I thought I did. Um, and here's why. See, I have been known over the span of my life to fall hard and fall fast for a lot of different people. I find attractive things in people very easily and I think that's very cute of me and it's something that I would never change about myself in a million years, but also I kind of want to strangle myself sometimes because why do I have to do it with every man that presents himself? Well, I'm going to tell you why. So, <laughs> basically, recently, long story short, I met this guy and, like, we were, you know, talking, I had a little crush on him, whatever, and this was the first time that I realized that I'd never actually felt real attraction to anybody before, um, because I was obviously attracted to this person, as you should be if you like someone, and I had never felt that way before um and you might think like "Duh! how did you think you liked them if you weren't attracted to them let me explain myself here okay first of all I have said this before and I'll say it again there's a difference between acknowledging that someone is attractive and being attracted to them. So, for example, you see your friend's significant other and you can tell your friend whether or not that person is attractive. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are attracted to that person, okay? Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, this is, um, something that has come with a lot of guy friends, um, or, like, friends of the opposite sex. If you have a guy best friend, a girl best friend, and you can acknowledge, like, yeah, they're attractive, but I am not attracted to that person. I would rather simply remove my fingernails than allow him to Lay a singular skin particle on one of my skin particles. I would rather die than allow his hand to caress even the crease of my elbow I'm not doing it so that was kind of how I felt about guys that I liked guys that I genuinely liked like guys that in high school I would have been like I will literally marry you all you have to do is ask I would literally marry you right now on the spot at the young age of 15 but like the thought of them not even kissing me just touching my body not in like a like a sexual way just like a normal (laughs) graze just like a oh hi there pal pat on the shoulder disgusted me (laughs) revolting wanted to literally barf throw up nasty disgusting thought make my skin crawl okay rats crawling down my back i was grossed out by the thought um and so but because this is all i had known i thought this was like normal i thought that not that i thought it was normal to be grossed out by the thought of your crush holding your hand or or, like any other part of your body um But I thought it was normal to feel that way before it had happened. So I was like, okay, maybe this is because, like, I haven't had my first kiss yet. Maybe once it happens, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, this is enjoyable. This is an enjoyable experience. But I remember my freshman year of college, this guy was like, (laughs) this happened way too recently for me to be talking about it on a public podcast. I don't care. This guy was, like, comforting me. Um, And let me paint you the scene okay i'm like it's like a like a movie moment i'm leaning against this building back against this building i was crying and he's like leaning against the building as well but like it's giving spider-man but like unattractive his arm his his right hand is like next to my shoulder and he's like propped up on the wall is this making sense i hope you're understanding what i'm saying and so he's kind of like a little bit close to me here like he's he definitely could have come in for the kill and so he's talking he's trying to like comfort me and up to this point, I thought that I had like a little crush on this boy. I hadn't been at school for that long. I didn't really know him that that well. Um, but like I I thought I was attracted to him. He was an attractive boy. I thought I was attracted to him. And I thought that I had a little crush on him. Well, um, he's standing there and he's talking. And he's like trying to like really feed this encouragement into me right now. And all I can think about in my brain, all that I'm thinking at this moment, at this picture-perfect movie moment that I'm having is... If this man decides to kiss me right now, what am I going to do? I might literally barf in his mouth. I would be so incredibly disgusted if this chap-lipped scallywag decided to lean his little puckers towards my face, in this moment, I might actually barf. Not, like, no offense to this man, okay? If this man hears this, sorry to this man. If I saw him walking down the street, you know, I wouldn't say a thing. <laughs> no, he's a very nice boy. I think he has a girlfriend now. They're doing great, very happy for them. Go off. It had nothing to do with him, I just wasn't attracted to him like that, but I thought that was normal. I was like, yeah, like, you know, I've never wanted anyone to ever kiss me, ever. Like, I wanted the kiss to happen, but not with any of these people that I know. Like, no thanks. No thank you. But I was like, surely when it happens, that will will expire, right? Wrong. So wrong. So, I recently made the discovery, recently being within the past, like, year and a half, that that is actually not correct, um you are supposed to feel actual genuine attraction to someone in order to like them that is what qualifies it as a like all of these boxes they were I, I loved how they were to their families they were nice to me they were respectful they were like you know smart and funny and i wanted to be around them all the time that was really the big thing it's like i was like i want to be around them all the time like that doesn't make any sense i had to have liked them i wanted to be in their presence all the time And then I realized, (laughs) do you know what it's called when you want to be with someone all the time, but you don't have a romantic attraction to them? Friendship. Yeah, that's called friendship. That's called being friends with someone. So basically, my issue here was that I was no longer understanding what friendship was um i realized this like i said within the past year a year and a half i also started therapy as you guys know and she was kind of talking to me about this not necessarily in the like crushes area but just in the sense that like i didn't have any definition of what a friend was it was either like i we were acquaintances or we were best friends like there was no friend area um not just for guys but for girls too, like I just didn't have a good understanding of what like a friend was and I've really had to work on that to now have an understanding of what a friend is, but like That's literally just being friends like being wanting to be around someone wanting to be with them wanting to have fun with them But not being romantically attracted to them Is just having a friend like that's (laughs) Anyways, so any of you are You know, in a similar situation have ever felt a similar way or are currently looking at your crush and thinking, why don't I want them anywhere near me? Like, I want to spend all the time with them in the world and I would marry them if I could, but like, I don't really want them to touch me though. (laughs) What's up with that? Um, that probably just means you're friends. Okay, good talk. Anyways, that being said, let's just talk a little bit more about the whole having a crush on your friend thing. So if you listen to all of that and you're still like, that's definitely not me, can't relate, the person that I like is definitely, like, my friend, but, like, I am romantically attracted to them like that. Then let's have a chat about that. Having a crush on your friend is a tricky situation. Um yeah it's an interesting time to be alive definitely um this is more so like a friend like up like a maybe a person in your friend group somebody you met recently i'm not talking like your best friend i do want to do an episode on like quote quote falling in love with your best friend because i think that could be an entire episode on its own but falling in love with just like a friend that you have um, or not falling in love having a crush on a friend that you have can be kind of weird um, mostly because it normally comes out of nowhere you guys are just sitting you're chilling and then they like laugh at a certain angle and you're like (laughs) wait I Since I've made a mistake of some kind. So and then it just kind of goes downhill from there I totally understand. I hear you. I see you. Don't even worry about it, sweetheart Let's really establish what we're gonna do from here though So you've got a few options when you decide to acknowledge and accept the a crush on your friend first Before the options first you need to ask yourself um, that question Do I actually have a crush on them or? am I just confused and kind of psycho? Um, if you are, no shame. Me too. Me too. But if you've passed that first question, the second question is, um, is this person even available? Like, emotionally? Actually? Like, are you crushing on, like, your friend who's fully dating someone? Because, um... I don't know how to tell you this, but that's probably not going to work out right now. So maybe backburner that for a little bit. Um, even if a, they're emotionally unavailable, oh, I would say probably don't get invested in that. Um, if, however, they are, you know, emotionally available and also actually available, wow, look at you. You really struck a, a jackpot. A, 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 Pot of gold at the end of the freaking rainbow. I'm so happy for you. It sounds a little aggressive and it is a little aggressive, but I am aggressively happy for you. Um so glad you found just a gem, a dime in the freaking rough. So if that did happen, um I guess the next question would be, do you tell them or not? <coughs> 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 you definitely could tell them or you could just not and here's my issue okay had you asked me this question a month ago I probably would have been like of course you should tell them because love never fails and I do stand by that I love love I really do and normally yes go for it however with your friends it's a little different because it's just a little different. First of all, you guys are friends. So like chances are if they saw you as more than a friend, you would have probably gotten that vibe already. So they probably are like currently thinking of you as a friend. Um I'm not really saying you're friend zoned because I don't really think that's a real thing, but it's just a little strange. try and like date your friends like ah don't do that date strangers instead no I do think that friends first can work I just think that it's you have to weigh your odds is it worth it is what you must ask yourself because at the end of the day it it can be a little bit awkward even though I tell you guys don't ever let it like anything be awkward because you have the power to make it awkward and to make it not awkward if you just decide that it's not awkward, and I stand by that. You do have the power to make it not awkward. And you could make it not awkward. You can be in a friend group with somebody who knows that you like them and it not be awkward as long as you don't let it be awkward. However, not all of us have mastered that skill to that level yet. And if you haven't, I probably wouldn't suggest saying anything unless you really feel like you have to. Like how big of a crush is this? Let's go back to episode, whatever episode it was when we talked about crush stages. Is this like a stage two crush where it's like, fun and fresh or is this like a stage four where it's like if they got into a relationship you would probably try and throw yourself off the empire state building like are you okay also how long has the crush been going on if this is like two weeks strong don't say anything because you could probably say it and as soon as it comes out of your mouth you will like (laughs) like rachel was saying in that friends episode like float out of your body hear yourself say it and then the floating you will be like you're so stupid and then you'll come back into your body and realize you shouldn't have said that and as soon as you said it the feelings were over and like yeah okay it's done now but also now you've made something a situation when it didn't need to be a situation you could have just waited it out because you didn't have real feelings you were just bored so a lot of things to consider here um, but uh, in conclusion I think it could work I mean it depends on the so true queen it depends on your specific situation um and your specific friend but i think as a rule of thumb you should definitely wait if it's a new thing um and kind of weigh your pros and cons before you do it also consider whether they have ever shown any sort of interest in you like if so if you like billy joe but billy joe always talks about how he's in love with caroline anne maybe don't tell billy joe you have a crush on him because clearly he's invested in caroline anne even if caroline anne isn't dating him she is all he talks about so you telling him hey billy joe i got a crush on you is really not going to do anything but make it really weird between you and billy joe um however if billy joe is just kind of vibing and he's got really no prospects sure I mean why not tell Billy Joe you know hey I think I might have a thing for you because Billy Joe might be like I've never seen you this way before Mary Beth allow me to retreat into my chambers and think about this and then you might have yourself a cute little relationship um so I think it really just depends on there is something crawling around inside of my wall I can hear it that's disgusting. Anyways, um, you really gotta weigh your pros and cons and just kind of decide whether or not you want to tell them. But at the same time, I've recently been thinking about how I know I personally struggle, and maybe you guys struggle too, with just letting your crushes exist. Like, not every crush you have on every person needs to be told. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's okay to just like someone and just allow that emotion to live by itself like you don't have to put any energy or thought into it really just leave it there now I know if you have anxiety I have anxiety it's really hard to to leave anything anywhere because you're constantly thinking about these things all the time but it is possible though Um, I think a lot of times in my past I have ruined not ruined friendships I won't say that because me telling somebody I liked them never really ruined a friendship but speaking from experience because I have told lots of people that I liked them now I realize that was really all a lie and I didn't like any of those men nay boys but I still made myself go through things I didn't need to go through um, ie public humiliation more public humiliation, light bullying, um, all kinds of trash talk. Just, like, things that didn't necessarily need to be happening. All because I felt like I had to say something. But, like, did I? Did I really? No, I really didn't. Um, it is a possibility to simply have a crush on your friend and just leave it. Acknowledge it feel it and then just kinda let it exist. This is what I would suggest if your particular friend happens to have a significant other. Because don't look at me like that. It happens, okay? Sometimes these things happen. Maybe you liked them before the significant other. Maybe you liked them afterwards. Either way, you can't help liking them so don't beat yourself up about it. But do be respectful. Um, obviously Distance yourself if you think that you're going to be disrespectful unintentionally Um, maybe try and just like You don't have to like cut them off or anything But maybe don't hang out one-on-one if you guys used to or don't like talk on the phone If that's something you guys used to do Don't text as much whatever you need to do to make sure that you're not stepping out of line and disrespecting their new significant other This is a time when the letting a crush exist would probably help. You don't have to tell them. Actually, don't tell them. This is, I'm I'm very passionate about this. If your crush has a significant other, why are you telling them that you like them? Because that's not going to put you in a very good position, is it? Because now what? Now you've given them an, an ultimatum. Not really, but like, kind of, yeah. Because now they feel like they have to choose. And if they don't choose you, then you're gonna feel like butthurt and it's just not gonna end because you're gonna be like, oh well I was your friend, so how dare you and I'll you'll never she'll never make you as happy as it's just like not nah, blah, blah. It's too much don't do that anyways, but I Just think we all should be practicing the art of liking people in silence true gangsters move in silence What silence? But what if I just silence? silence i think we should all try that um this upcoming semester maybe just try liking people in silence and with that i close i hope you guys know that it's literally twelve forty-five on the third i will be up probably right up until this goes up editing it as i am currently recording it a mere six hours before it is presented to you because I love you. Anyways, let's go ahead and begin that really sucks because I have some things I'd like to complain about. The first thing is that my thighs are chafing so badly. So this is kind of like a that really doesn't suck mixed with that really sucks because the reason my thighs are chafing so badly is because I've been working out literally all of break um, Because that's what I do. I work out during my break. So summer break and winter break I work out while I'm home and then normally when I'm back at school I don't have to work out. It just kind of like maintains itself um, because I do so much walking on campus and then I just keep my muscle definition and then it starts to die down around the end of the semester and I come back here and I work out again and it's just like an endless cycle. So I came back and I was doing my workouts and they've been going really well um, and everything's going really good but because of that I guess my thighs were like a little bit bigger and so I was wearing this dress that I like have been wearing the past I don't even know five months maybe since I got it and my thighs were chafing so badly in it. My next that really sucks is that my sleep schedule is so incredibly shot that there might not be any turning back. My dad has been working night shift, um, recently. Ew, that was so gross. I'm sorry. My dad has been working night shift recently, um, which is, like, fine. It's not like he's, like, loud or anything, but he wakes up at, like, 9 to start working at 10 p.m. and then he works throughout the night until like 6 a.m. I think or something like that. Well, I'm still up, obviously, at 10 a.m. I don't go to sleep until like 3 a.m. However, at said 3 a.m., normally everyone's asleep. So my body's like, okay, time for us to go to sleep. Except that now my dad is up at 3 a.m. And it's not that he's loud and it wakes me up. It's just that I can sense his awakeness. And it makes me feel like it's not that late. And so I'll be scrolling on TikTok for hours until I realize, wait a minute, it's 5.30 in the morning. I'll be like, why am I so tired? It's only 7 p.m. And then I look down at my phone and it's, in fact, 7 a.m. And I'm confused and the sun is outside and the birds are chirping and I'm annoyed and I'm pissed and now I have to sleep in the daytime. Anyways, you can understand my confusion and annoyance at this considering... I have to go to school soon and I will have classes in the morning so I'm gonna try and get my sleep schedule back this week actually no I'm not I'm just gonna sleep in like I've been sleeping in and then I'll just worry about it when I get to school a bad decision maybe but I'm gonna make it anyways (laughs) one thing about me when it comes to a bad decision I'ma make it anyways that really sucks It's almost 2 a.m. And we are going to do a cry count. And then I am going to hop, skip, and jump my little bootay right out of here and into my bed so I can edit for you guys. So, my cry count this week I think is only one. I cried yesterday and I think that was it. My cry count over the span of the entire break is probably like four. I probably cried at least once a week. Um, I had some really sad cries. But overall, um... It was like a positive experience, like, the break cries that I had that were sad were definitely needed. They were times when I needed to hit rock bottom so that I could really build from there. Okay, my brain is starting to literally shut down due to lack of sleep, so I'm going to go ahead and go. I don't even think that was a full sentence that I just said, but I hope you guys know how proud I am of your creation. I really hope that today's episode made you a little bit happier because I love you. And say it with me. Oh my gosh, wait. OMG wait no because I didn't tell you guys any of our social media stuff um if you want to follow me on Instagram my Instagram is Maya Adele M-Y-A-H-A-D-E-L-E the podcast Instagram is hope you're okay it's also linked in the bio of my personal Instagram R-R-S rate review subscribe um I think Spotify just opened something where you can rate now on there I know Apple Podcasts you can rate um Anything else you're listening to this on, you can probably rate, so go ahead and give our podcast a little rating, give it a little review moment, unless it's bad, in which case maybe just mosey on back to whatever app you were at before this one, um, and yeah, we really appreciate it, um, my DMs are always open, and okay, now let's do the outro. I hope you guys know how proud I am you were created. I hope that today's episode made you a little bit happier, because I love you, and... Now you can say it with me. I hope that you're okay. Wow, I am tired. This is crazy. This is wild. Whoa, that was not even an hour. How did I talk that fast? What?